So you're just doing cardio. Cardio and dancing. Dancing, nice. <laughs> and then and then at some point, you met this community at the gym. It sounds like, and you started started weightlifting. So so beyond that, you you what you got macros and you yeah. started doing like some type of bodybuilding or powerlifting routine. Like no, I would just go in there and lift crazy because my main goal was still to lose weight and uh one of the research was saying um the act of losing fat is by keeping your heart rate high but for not a long period of time okay so i was like okay i'm like i don't want to get weak so might as well do that so i would Mm -hmm. do like a hit program okay with weightlifting okay so i would just if i'm hitting chest i'm gonna bench press and then Mm -hmm. just go eight (laughs) you Uh know and then uh do that with every single body part that i Uh have in which I it was it worked really good. Were you doing like drop sets or like plyo or how are you making it a hit workout? So I was basically like let's just say it was for um, squatting. I would go ahead and I would put a weight that I was comfortable. That I was trying to figure. I think it was like two plates where I was like it was a good struggle. Okay. But I was able to get sixteen in. Okay. So I would take. So you're doing higher reps. Yeah, higher okay. reps. Continue to hit it, and on the last one, like. Uh, basically descend really slow and okay. start exploding up. Okay. And then re-racking the weights. Okay. And then just having to take that minute, you know, just mm-hmm. to the heart to, uh, to drop into that one level. Mm-hmm. At the time of, three, uh, of 280 pounds, I think my resting heart rate, I, that's one thing I started looking at, into was resting heart rate. It wasn't able to go under 148. As soon as it did, I have to hit the weights again. Okay. But it can't exceed more than 168. Okay. So that was like my little window of fat burning uh-huh. versus having uh, versus burning off my muscle because uh-huh. and then it becomes a cardio session. Okay. So I did that and um, I did a lot of movement patterns in between. So I would like... you dance a little bit. Dance a little yeah. bit. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and then just to keep that heart rate up. Yeah. And then I'd be like, oh, okay, uh, whoa. And I I would do that and bones would crack. And I'd oh, be like, gosh. oh, okay. Um, just gave yourself a little good. adjustment. Oh, yeah, that's all good. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, all right. Like, that feels a lot better. That's good. And so um, that that's the way I really started losing weight was doing more, doing more of a hit program with weightlifting, bodybuilding style. Mm-hmm. So it was like down to my calves. Like, I would do that. Yeah. You, everything. And it just started shaping my body in a really good uh-huh. way. I wasn't getting loose skin like a lot of people did. Mm-hmm. And because you were building muscle. I was building muscle and, and everything was getting lifted, you mm-hmm. know, and even to this day, like my skin is not that bad, oh, to be uh-huh. honest. And a lot of people don't even know that I used to be very No, overweight. that like just meeting you and looking at you, you'd never know mm-hmm. that you were so overweight, mm-hmm. you know, not that long ago. Exactly. That's very cool. I learned to push myself. I'll tell you the truth. Bodybuilders, everybody who's into honestly physique, man. I learned that they are athletes, mm-hmm. okay? Like, having to control what you eat, knowing that you're going to be thinking some crazy stuff while you're low on calories, yeah. knowing that you're not <laughs> going to be 100. I'll tell you, like, I yeah. got to a certain point that through all my fitness, I went down many routes. Bodybuilding, I did um, somewhat of physique. Mm-hmm. I never posed. Uh-huh. I don't know how to pose. I think that's crazy, and I feel like I'm going to cramp up if I try to pose. Uh-huh. Um, but just to see if I could do what someone that physique does, mm-hmm. I want to see if I was strong enough for that, too. Yeah. So at the very end of my weight loss journey, 
I was maintaining 185 and I'm like, I wonder mm -hmm. how it would be if I didn't focus on weight, but I focused on body fat percentage. Yeah. I wonder how far that would take me. Yeah. Man. <laughs> I went down to 9% body fat. Dang. Yeah. Dang. And at that point. That's pretty lean. <laughs> You're like, I was miserable. I was hungry. I was hungry. I've been there. I was so hungry. And I was like. I know people who stay like this year round. Yeah. Yeah, and the secret is you're kind of hungry all the time. Uh, it sucks. You guys don't hit people, right? You guys are cool. Yeah, I, yeah, you try Why not to. Why are you looking to. at me like that? You try not to. What are you doing? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm in my off season right now. But no, in between. <laughs> you look great, by the thank way. Thank you. Even during thank you. Your off season, you look amazing. I've just, yeah, it's been a, it's been a struggle this off season. It's it's honestly for me been a big change in mindset because I think this was sort of the off season where. Um, I switched coaches and, um, I really had to think about bodybuilding as a lifestyle now and not as just, Oh, when you're on prep, you're on prep. And when you're in off season, go eat whatever you want, go blow up 30 pounds, get a little chubby, which unfortunately happens to a lot of bikini girls. Um, they blow up in their off season. It's hard. It's hard not to, because you're so hungry and you're in such a deficit for a long time. And so this was an off season where I really had to think about it like you're controlling your body fat, you're making this a lifestyle if you're serious about competing, and so you need to eat stuff that's going to nourish you and support your goals and support a healthy body. And every once in a while, yeah, go have the stuff you want. Um, yeah, so this, this off season, I've really had to rethink my mindset, and it was tough at first. I, I wrapped up around Thanksgiving time right around the holidays and it was a struggle at first to think that I need to eat super clean all the time and and I've now found much more of a happy medium where I'm kind of eating healthy especially during the weekdays it's very easy for me and then on the weekends I kind of save like you know my feed meal or my cheat meals for that time and I kind of say okay go go have something you want and enjoy it. But I definitely notice the difference when I'm eating shitty versus when I'm eating good. Mm -hmm. And so that helps keep me consistent. And, and as much as possible, I also try to cook the things that I want to eat definitely. because it's always healthier. It's always better when you make it yourself. Like if I want to go have a cheeseburger with avocado and bacon or anything like that, if you cook it yourself, it's going to be way healthier than whatever you get at the restaurant. It does. Or like, better. or I'll make myself like mini pizzas or things like that. Yeah, no, I no, I'm totally no, I'm totally a little cook and a foodie. I don't, I don't share as much as I used to. But that's when I was first getting into fitness and bodybuilding, like six years ago. Um, I really latched onto the idea of cooking healthier treats and like cheats mm -hmm. in a way, like protein ice cream or protein pancakes. Um, I've made protein cheesecakes before. Sounds delicious. Um, if you've never if you've never looked at it, proteinpow.com is an awesome website that I was obsessed with back oh, then. Oh, you told me about it actually. Yeah. I follow them on Instagram now yeah. too. Yeah. Um, her I think... recipes are I think her name is Anna Sword and she's out of the UK and she makes the most incredible stuff. And so I would just I would look at her recipes or sometimes she'd post tips like if you're gonna make a cake or you're gonna make some type of protein dessert no more than one quarter of the batter should be whey because mm -hmm. it'll come out spongy or like here's here's the proteins that are similar like these plant proteins are similar to casein and whey is similar to this and 
Um, so that I, sounds so freaking delicious right yeah. now. Yeah, I made a chunky oh. monkey protein cheesecake that was phenomenal. It was banana, chocolate, and peanut butter. You're going to say it was bananas. Yeah. Oh, it, was, it was bananas. Could've it was bananas. You could have said that. You could have. <laughs> it was bananas. I'm not that witty. Oh. <laughs> Missed opportunity. But um, no, this, I mean, for me, this offseason, it's been really good. And um, it's hard as a competitor. It definitely can be very triggering because you get so lean and you're hungry and you're cranky. And the natural reaction with one extreme is to go to the other. So some people, I mean, I'm sh I don't know if you ever had points like this where you felt like, oh, I'm so restricted and then I'm going to go binge on a bunch of food. And then what happens is people binge, they feel guilty, then they go back to that super restricted mode and they just go from one to the other and they really struggle to find the middle ground. Well, binging. Did you have, did you have yeah. episodes of that? So it's actually something that I still struggle to this day, you know, um, when you get used to like eating a lot, kind of whatever you want, you get to pack yourself up to a certain extent. But you know, when you're cutting and you're losing weight, it goes insane because that satis there's a point where you reach satisfaction and then you, your mind starts playing games on you like, dude, you're not gonna have this again. Uh -huh. You know, and then yeah. you continue it and then yeah. honestly it becomes that addiction. You yeah. know, it becomes an addiction of where you're just trying to eat everything that you want to eat, continue to fill your stomach up. So actually, I still have episodes. I have episodes probably every one and a half months. Yeah. And then as soon as that happens, I have to go work out that same freaking day. Mm -hmm. And honestly, try to snap out of it. Because, you know, going from, like, restricted calories, being on a, on a very large calorie deficit for three years, you know, it feels really good being able to pack yourself up with a lot of food. You know, mm -hmm. but even when I binge eat now, it's mm -hmm. actually all unhealthy food. So if I know I'm going to have an episode, uh -huh. there goes an entire tub of greens. Uh -huh. You know, I'll eat the entire thing. Like with myself, something that was really, really crazy that they wouldn't understand is that my stomach capacity is freaking large. Like, or even if it isn't, I bet that it's almost not like muscle memory, but it's almost like maybe like stomach memory. Like, yeah, <laughs> something. So I'll tell you the truth. Like if I competed uh -huh. in eating, I would like win, uh -huh. but I would feel extremely terrible. About yeah. It. You know, it just because it, it's 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 insane. Like at this point, people have asked me like, oh, would you do a 10,000 calorie? I would laugh at them because I'd be like, that ain't like, yeah, that was that's, like a day. <laughs> it's like it's like for my breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. And they'd be like, "How much can you eat?" And I'm like, "Dude, this one time I wanted to see how bad it was, and I was able, and I felt really gross, by the way, after I did this. I'm able to fit like ten pounds of food in my stomach, mm -hmm. and I'm like, dude, it's insane that I'm able to do that. And it's kind of like, ah, kind uh -huh. of loathing it, which yeah. I chased that feeling for the longest time, and the way. You know, when I was losing weight, I would fall into that, the, the binge eating factor, every 30 pounds that was lost. One thing that I truly believe in is intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. If you're still that type of person where you feel like you have portion control issues, because mm -hmm. that was my main issue was portion control too, um, intermittent fasting definitely does work. You know, I'm, I'm all up for mm -hmm. it. I still do it to this day. Yeah. Except that I'm not so strict on the timing. You know, yeah. I actually would do it around my work schedule. So mm -hmm. I would... If I started at 8, my first meal would be at 7.30, and my last meal would be, like, at 2.30. Okay. And then my gym time would be, like, like 4.30. Go burn everything off for the next two hours, okay. go home, sip on yeah. your nose, and 
That's like a 17 hour fast, basically. Yeah, if you're doing that. Just chill. Yeah. No, that works for a lot of people. And, and I agree with you. I think sometimes it can be hard to have portion control. So sometimes, sometimes that's better, but you can't cheat on it or it doesn't work. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> if, you, if you start to be like, oh, I'll just have, I'll just have a little dinner or something like that. Yeah. It's like, no, uh, you're, it just defeats it's, it defeats it's not going to, same thing, same thing with something like keto, like, um, that diet works for sure. The science is there, but yeah, if you're cheating on keto with some carbs and stuff, it's not, it's not going to do what you're looking to do. And this is what I tell a lot of people. I'm like, just keep it simple. Let's not overthink it. It's literally eating healthy. It's like the body naturally wants to be healthy and it wants it wants to move. Mm-hmm. So movement is very important, yeah. whether it's, you know, you go to your local gym, you do powerlifting or you go for runs or you play around with your kids. But just if, as long as you move and you're able to go into a calorie deficit, you're going to burn fat. Yeah. It's just what what source of energy do you want? Yeah. Do you want it to be more carbs or do you want it to be more fat? You can literally pick. I would carb cycle, so mm-hmm. I would do like three days carbs and then four days like just fats, uh-huh. and that worked really good for me. With myself, I was able to lose weight all the way down to 172 was my lowest. Mm-hmm. Where are you at right now? 185. Okay. Yeah, powerlifting. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, <laughs> <Get in. laughs> yeah, I got a lot of mass in my uh-huh. legs now, so I'm finally nice. back, coming back from an injury because of it too. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's psychological tough. stuff too, guys. Uh yeah. Uh, yeah. When you're injured, it's no joke, especially if you can't control the way you eat and your portions. Yeah, that's tough. That might tough. be a setback for you. That's tough. Yeah, definitely. Eating less calories sucks. So um, I believe in owning the weight. Every 40 pounds I would lose, I would own that weight. Mm-hmm. When I went down to 240 pounds, I stayed at 240 pounds for a month. Okay. Then I would go all the way down to 210 pounds. Uh-huh. I would stay at that weight, own it. Okay. The 200 pounds, uh-huh. make 200 pounds yours uh-huh. try not to fluctuate up don't try to go low just try to maintain just hold that it. weight so you would hold lose it. like 40 pounds and just hold it for a month. yeah and another reason why i would do that That's is just smart. to let my skin also start fitting my new body uh-huh. you know and own it buy a new wardrobe definitely yes i went from <laughs> i went from 3x all the way down to a small uh-huh. Yeah, like it Dang. was just insane. Dang. Do you have like the, like the Jared subway pants? You know somewhere? what? Um, <laughs> or something no, like that? No, I, I honestly. <laughs> you I, just got rid of it. I think there's one pair of pants and they were a size 50. 50? Yeah, 50. they have to be like a 50 or 52. Dang. And I think there's, it's still in my closet. Yeah. But just you gotta like, you gotta keep that just for the transformation Tuesday post. I have to, you know. Just <laughs> I hop, have... hop in and take that picture. <laughs> <laughs> we get two of me Photoshop. Yeah, me both. yeah. Get, get one of your siblings. <laughs> it's it's crazy though, like seeing that whole transformation happen. Even honestly, my face, the way that my face started looking. Yeah. I was like, damn, boy, you you cute. Look at you. <laughs> you know Look your confidence your goes high. Yeah, your yeah. confidence just shoots through the roof. And I'll admit that you start doing little poses inside the mirror. Mm-hmm. You start talking to yourself maybe yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But it's it's it comes with being confident. You know, other people on the outside of the fitness industry don't understand that when you do that, it's self love. Mm-hmm. You're not being a narcissist. Yeah. You're appreciating yeah. everything that you've accomplished, and you freaking deserve it. Yeah. You deserve to look at yourself. You deserve to take photos of yourself because, you know everybody's beautiful mm-hmm. but when you get something that you want out of it yeah through love yeah freaking commitment like yeah. man that takes you so far and it brings your confidence to a completely
complete different level. You speak more confidently. Mm-hmm. Everything that you do, you basically start to do with the with your chest high. Yeah. Because what you can do in the weight room, you can do in the real world. And this is something that I tell a lot of people who are starting off with their own business because with myself, going down that route of being an entrepreneur, literally, if you, if you can eat healthy, control what you eat to the T, control how you exercise, dude, there is nothing, (laughs) nothing. And I'm getting chills just Uh thinking about that because it's so true. Every entrepreneur that's really successful for the most part, they're all very healthy. They Mm -hmm. each eat healthy and they're just always pushing themselves mentally, Mm -hmm. physically, and in the business world, what they want to achieve, you know? Mm -hmm. And, And honestly, these people are more than happy to, you know, reach out and help you out too. Because it feels so good. They want to show everyone how good mm-hmm. it feels to, you know, watch what you eat. And mm-hmm. just do you, the you know, the, the best way that you can. Just yeah. being the best version of yourself, which yeah. is my goal. My goal is to always be the best version of myself because I'm a firm believer that nobody's better than anybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. is smart in their own way. Every single person has a vast, like, like their, their knowledge on something Everybody has like a little specific something that they yeah. have, and it's a freaking beautiful thing. Absolutely, and I think this is why humans are awesome, by the way. Yeah, so. and we can we can all do things to yeah. to be our best selves and to continually push yourself to be better. I'm definitely a big believer mm-hmm. in continuous improvement and self improvement. And for me, I'm a big goal setter, so I'm always keeping myself mm-hmm. accountable to trying to do more and to be better. And and I think that's awesome that that you do that too. And and I also think your idea of owning that weight Mm -hmm. that's awesome because weight loss it's not just physical there's a mental journey there too and so not only were you giving your body time to readjust but i think maybe mentally and feel free Mm -hmm. to disagree with me but mentally you're probably wrapping your head around this is me now like i'm not that person who is 340 this is me you know and coming from i completely agree with you you know again like i said um it started with the mental change. I was an asshole. You know? <laughs> I can't stress that enough. Yeah, see, I can't and, see that. But <laughs> Yeah, it's so crazy. Because, uh, you know, some people are scared to change not only for themselves. Just mm-hmm. because they feel like they've become someone that everybody is accustomed to. Mm-hmm. You see, so... Yeah. It can, right? be, it can be alienating when yeah. you start to make changes. I decided to make that change. And to be honest... Mm-hmm. Um, I had worries of like, yeah, they're not gonna accept me for who mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't wanna be an angry person. I don't wanna be a jerk. I wanna, you know, be. I remember at a certain point when I was like four to seven years old, I was like nothing but love. I was like that kid mm-hmm. that everybody wanted to be around with. Uh-huh. All the aunts and uncles wanted to pick me up and always be with them because I'd be like, beautiful. You know? Just <laughs> 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 a little red sunshine. <laughs> And plus, my smile is still the same size uh-huh. as when I was a kid. It's just yeah. freaking enormous. Yeah, you have a and very like, nice smile. Thank you. They'd be like, this is the kid. This yeah. is the one we want around us. Uh-huh. And then they look at my cousins and be like, oh, keep them away. Yeah. Good. <laughs> good choice. It's very smart. I spoke really early. Uh-huh. I spoke really good. Uh-huh. And I'd be like, I want to hang out with you. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and the energy you put out is, is kind of what you get back. But, but at the same time, I've definitely lost friends through competing and dieting because when you start to make a big life change, I don't know if you had this, but people, people can feel uncomfortable or people can just feel like, you know, if they're in a big 
party lifestyle or in a big drinking phase, like, okay, let's hang out with someone that does drink and someone who actually can eat stuff. You know, we don't need to hang out. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need to hang out with Laura. We've got other friends. Um, I don't know if you had no, that, yeah, had that at all in your definitely. life, but you know, it, it can be very alienating to people. And, and it could also stop people from wanting to make that change, you know? But it, the reality was, um, you know, all of my friends that were overweight, they saw the change in me and I never tried to push it on them at all. Mm -hmm. But I would tell them like, hey, uh, we're gonna go play football at the beach, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Little by little, I would kind of introduce them into a little fitness uh -huh. lifestyle. And then as a matter of fact, I made a lot more friends at the gym mm -hmm. and my circle didn't necessarily get bigger, but my, my communication with people did. Like, mm -hmm. hey, how you been? What are you doing this weekend, you know? Mm -hmm. Nothing. Yeah. You're going to go to the gym? Yeah. I'll see you there. You know, because it's like the, the reality of the gym, the gym becomes a place where, of community, you know, and, and people are always cheering people on. Yeah. You probably get maybe one person that's just not of that community. So they're always like the sourpuss of the, mm -hmm. of the people that are there. Yeah. But the reality is that everybody at the gym wants to see other people progress in their fitness lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So my friends that were not, got to see the love that we have for each other, all that confidence. And I think it really started to affect them. Like my best friend right now, he was at 300 pounds. Mm -hmm. And this guy honestly told me straight up, yeah, I didn't really want to hang out with you because uh, I thought you were pretty lame when it came to like the whole just going to the gym all the time thing. Uh -huh. like, I respect you. Uh -huh. Which his face very slowly, <laughs> you know? <laughs> And I looked at him and I was like, look, man, I just don't want to hang out with you if you can't really control what you eat. Because, I mean, if you can't control that, you just want to do other stuff. I mean, I'm going to do what I want to do. Yeah. And you're going to do what you're going to do. We're both adults. You got your own time. But this is like my brother right here. Mm -hmm. So we've been best friends since like 14, along with like three of the other guys that I grew up with. You know, and the thing is like when, when you grow up with people like that, they become more like brothers, mm -hmm. you know. And people think that's a good thing. Oh, he's like a, he's like my brother. Yeah. The reality is, you annoy the shit out of me. Go away, but I love you. I'll see you in fifteen minutes. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's yeah, so yeah. weird. Like the connection that I have with my friends, it's more of a I get home and they're there, mm -hmm. and they're not really hanging around with me. They're hanging around with my grandma watching novelas. Okay. <laughs> so, so okay, now I see it. But the thing is, I told Alfredo. That's his name. Shout out. Sorry, maybe I shouldn't have said his name. Don't sue me. Um, I told him this one time. He started He started coming to the gym maybe like two years ago. The first mm -hmm. time before he quit. <laughs> <laughs> no hard feelings. No hard feelings. And he started becoming so freaking confident. Uh -huh. His confidence was so high. And That's he was awesome. loving himself. Yeah. And so I was like, I told you. Yeah. Right? And then... <laughs> Yeah, there was yeah. a certain point. I don't know why, but he stopped coming to the gym. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, do you, boo. Mm -hmm. Started hitting the gym again, and my weight loss started progressing. Yeah. And then he saw, we went maybe like two months without seeing each other, but we would text each other here and there. And then he, all of a sudden, he saw me from like 210 pounds down to like 175. And he looked at me and he was like, what? Mm -hmm. He's like, you look like a completely different person. Yeah, I know I'm cute, huh? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, I wasn't yeah. gonna say that, but he's like, yeah, you are. No, no, they say some very fun stuff. This uh -huh. guy would be like, 
man, if you weren't my best friend, you weren't a guy to ruin this friendship in a heartbeat. Uh -huh. you, you need to be careful with that, boy. I fall in love with stupid stuff like that, you know? <laughs> and so um, I was like, look, man, I'm like, just, I eat healthy, I just do this. And honestly, I save a lot of money doing this. Mm -hmm. And I think he was like, what do you mean you save a lot of money? And I'm mm -hmm. like, yeah, I don't eat out. So most of my meals only cost me like $4 a freaking day yeah. just for my lunch. Yeah. I save a lot of money by not going out. Oh, yeah. It's it's so cheap to eat healthy. People mm -hmm. don't realize. You Very meal prep. Cheap. It's so cheap. Very cheap. Yeah, I'll go to this, this grocery outlet over here by the Triangle, and I'll spend like $60 on groceries for a week. Oh, and I'll funny. meal prep. Like, I'll make like turkey and rice or like these almost like little fajita bowl meal prep things with like veggies. And it's... It's like that's for a week of meals. Like it's crazy. Huh? I have coworkers <laughs> that go out to lunch every single day, and I'm like, you spend that easily in a week on just lunches. I tell people, and, and I, I eat six times a day, and that feeds me. Really? Yeah. Dang, six times a day. Yeah. Are yep. they tiny portions? They are, huh? They are kind of. Like, <laughs> that's why. That's why I'm still lean. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Like, mm. Because when I do that, like my gut just goes super like. You got to pay attention to the timing. So mm -hmm. it's. I'm up early and I eat probably every three hours. Really? So it's spread out if you get up early. Lately, I've yeah. been just using powerlifting as an excuse to eat a lot. That's I think that's why a lot of people powerlift. Yeah. But I could Definitely. be wrong. But. Definitely. <laughs> so how did how did you get from two forty down to one seventy one eighty? Like, what was the next super, turning point? Super high carb diet. Okay. It sounds insane, and people are like, "What?" I'm like, "Dude." I was only eating possibly like 160 grams of protein and my carb intake was like freaking almost 500. Dang. Yeah. Okay. But I was putting in like an hour and a half of high intensity workouts. Lifting. Uh, lifting, lifting with like the hit. Kinda. Yeah. Okay. And I was just shedding the fat. The fat was coming off like crazy. That was uh -huh. 240 to 200. Then I hit. What was, do you know what your fat macros were at at that point? No. It had to be, it had to be maybe like 70. 70? Okay. Yeah. Give or okay. take. It has to be. Yeah. No more than that. That's not crazy high. Uh-uh. Uh -uh. But uh, my activity was super high. Okay. And all of a sudden, my metabolism kicked off. Like, mm -hmm. it was just burning and burning and burning. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I owned 200. And then mm -hmm. I stayed at, at 200 pounds for like about a month. And I'm like, uh, let's just see what happens and then honestly this is i i lost seven pounds in this specific way in mm -hmm. one entire day probably not this health not that healthy but uh in the morning i would eat like five eggs with mm -hmm. the yolk and then that was my breakfast i would have one banana uh-huh then for my lunchtime, which was my last final meal one entire rotisserie chicken okay with about a pound a pound and a half of fried banana Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. My numbers. There's, the, there's your carbs right there. <laughs> yo, my numbers shot up. By the way, fried bananas are fried with oil, like peanut oil. So it's oh, like no way. so much fat in it too. And that's like yeah. not a good combination of No, carbs and fat, both. you kind of want one or the other. Mm -mm, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So my numbers were shooting up. Like I was like so addicted and I was like, whoa, What's four happening? plates? Yeah. Five plates? Uh-huh. I'm over here catching like a high. And a lot of people don't understand, but when you power lift for your numbers, it's like, you know, you get like such a euphoric feeling mm -hmm. of pushing some heavy weight. Yeah. Because your mentality starts going, how how strong can the human body be? Yeah. 
you know, and it's yeah. kind of like an art. You have to really be careful with your form. If not, you're going to, I don't know, there goes your back, you know? Yeah, because yeah, your you're, going, you're going just, for, if you're going for a one rep max, it's like you can, you can injure yourself for Definitely. sure because it's your maximum effort that your body hypes. can put out. Yeah. I would catch hypes just to smash heavier weight. Yeah. So I've had like a fair amount of injuries none so bad i mean the the worst one that i had wasn't even my fault mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, it was technically my fault but yeah um, <laughs> my numbers were shooting so high because i would get like this euphoria this little sense of like like an ecstasy like feeling mm-hmm. when i would smash some heavy weight take off my belt and then be like whoa i felt like i was gonna die a little bit there but mm-hmm. uh, it's okay like can't, am i bleeding like mm-hmm. oh, okay that's cool and then you start to really look at like noticing that you're only like 194 183 pounds and you're you're able to deadlift five plates and then you're able to squat four plates it's like that's insane Mm -hmm. that is a lot of weight it's a lot of weight Mm -hmm. that's a lot of weight and so i'm like you know what i'm not talking about my bench because it's trash Uh but um uh, (laughs) we'll stay away from that yeah so uh, it was just insane to see what the body was capable of. But then I decided, I'm like, okay, did bodybuilding. I did powerlifting. What if I just kind of go the aesthetic route? Mm-hmm. And well, really, bodybuilding, I would say bodybuilding is kind of the aesthetic route. Well, yeah, but like... Well, so what was like what, what the, would you the, do the differently? Phys, the physique type like of Like men's physique? Yeah. Okay. So I was like admiring other people. Yeah. And I would be like, dang, like this guy, the way he... He really focused on his muscle groups. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that I noticed that a lot sure. of physique and, and you know bodybuilders do. They really look at it. They feel it. They, they'll poke their muscle and they'll really just do mm-hmm. reps to specifically hit that. Yeah. And I told myself, I'm going to start doing that. And I know what I'm going to start hitting first. And it was my upper chest. Uh-huh. So I started doing that. And again, like having loose skin, it was actually a very big benefit. Something that I help out a lot of my female friends because they want an uplifted chest, Mm -hmm. you know? And I tell them, if you hit, you know, your, your upper pectoral muscles, like it lifts up your breast. Yeah. And how do you know? And I'm just like, I, I needed it like big time. Mm -hmm. So my, my breast my chest only got Mm -hmm. higher because my, my skin was so loose. Yeah. It started coming up and started uh-huh. fitting kind of close it's to filling where it out used a to little be. bit. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I stuck, I stuck around that route for the longest time. Uh-huh. And then I went down to like 180. And I was like, okay, I look good. And then I'm like, I've heard of people bulking. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look into that. Okay. So I did a lean bulk that lasted about like maybe four months or okay. five to five months. Okay. And I went up to 195 pounds, but at this time my body was so different. It uh-huh. looked so different than how it was 195 the time before. Yeah. My jawline was even like defined, and I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, I could not have a double chin. Like what? Yeah. Growing up your entire life with a double chin, it's insane when you grow up. Yeah. You, know, you don't you don't you have look that different. anymore. Different. Yeah. And I, you know, you start trying to make your face. You know, you tuck your chin <laughs> out. You're like, yeah. Dude. You're like, that's you know, what I used to look like. Yeah. Do it to my family. I'm I'm very. I'm very, I'm a clown, to be honest, you know? And, you know, even when I speak with my family, I, look, I used to learn that dish, you know? And I'll just, like, baby talk to them, and they, uh-huh. like, probably hate that, but then they start doing it. <laughs> like, don't do that. Yeah. It's one of my favorite words. When uh-huh. I see someone, like, lifting terrible, don't do that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, you see a lot of that in the gym. But um, I did that, and I, I felt really good, 
my ass grew like crazy. And nice. I didn't have an ass before, by the way. No ass whatsoever. Same. I didn't have. A, I didn't have butt. Your body's really. Big, <laughs> it's you're changed tall. a lot. You know, it's it's amazing that you were able to like get build, into how yeah. you wanted to build the butt. Yeah. Especially being your height, that's amazing. That's like a feat. Like yeah, I'm persistent. You a lot put of, that on your resume. Work. Like, would you ever put that? Booty on gains. Your yeah, booty gains. <laughs> yeah. Booty gains expert. No. Yeah, there you go. No, it's still I still have a long way to go to where I want to get it. But yeah, this lifestyle is never is a life of never being work, satisfied. It's a so, work in progress. Yeah, it's yeah. Never ever gonna be satisfied. I'm probably gonna say yeah, I'm not done even when I'm like 45. You know. So, so it's like trading one addiction for another, but yeah. the addiction is health. Yeah. As long as we're not compromising our health in any way, like working, yeah. unless yeah. you're going to get close to that. Yeah. And competing, competing definitely has its parts where it's not healthy, like right up to the competition, dehydrating yourself. Um, you know, last season at the end, I think I was up to the October show I did. I want to say I was carb cycling and on my low days, I was eating like 75 grams of carbs. And doing an hour of cardio every day um so that's not the healthiest but as soon as you're there you kind of you try to start reversing yourself out of it but as a um, guy that's not really too familiar of course with uh <laughs> bikini you're like you're like what much. 75 grams is like your snack it's um, like it's like a sneeze <laughs> it's like a sneeze for me but actually i want to i want to ask you sure are there a lot of altercations in the backstage no, actually, no? Okay. not that not that I've seen. I've only I've only done three shows at this point, but usually girls are super nice backstage. That's been my experience. That's girls are beautiful. really nice, and That's I kind of yeah, because I, I, I always thought it's gonna be you know cat fights and just mean mugging and all that stuff. But girls, I think at that point, you're just so excited that it's show oh, day and your awesome. diet's almost over. Oh, that's so that, cool. That you're just nice to each other because you kind of recognize we've all done the same stuff we've all put in the work we've all felt like crap we've all starved ourselves and been hungry and had to say no to social events and been weird around your family and friends with your food and and participating in things where you're watching other people eat and you're not eating and so everyone's just nice because you've all had the same journey you've all had the same struggles um like there my first show my coach told me to buy sour patch kids and I thought he was messing with me. I was like, what are you, what are you, he's like, you know, buy some rice cakes and some Sour Patch Kids. And Sour Patch Kids are one of my favorites. And I was like, oh, he's fucking with me. I'm not going <laughs> to, that's a test. I'm not going to. And then so the day of, he texts me and he's like, okay, right now eat, you know, like a, a small palm full of the Sour Patch Kids. I'm like, I didn't buy him. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> and he's like, what? And so I borrowed, you know, I had some girls where it had these giant bags of them. I was like, hey, would you mind? Can I have some of your, your Sour Patch? And they're like, oh, yeah. And there was a girl whose suit broke right before she was about to go on stage. Oh, no. And I had brought a sewing kit just as an emergency. Like, you know, here, take it. And she was so thankful because she's about to go on stage. And her bottoms literally came, the crystal part came, you know, unattached from that's the so fabric. Cool. I'm very happy so, that, you, that, that you all are very, like, for each other, you know? I think that's, like, a very successful type of, like, community thinking, you know? Just helping each other out. Even though it is a competition where one place is first, second, third, and probably on fourth, but being able to really care for someone while doing that, especially because you know that it's a journey to do it, that's, that's, a, that's a very yeah. beautiful thing. It's, like, the same way when you go to a powerlifting meet nobody's wishing you bad nobody's doing really bad as a matter of fact like when someone is about to like go for their heaviest set 
you hear everybody screaming for you get that up mm-hmm. you know i'm not sure if you've been to a i have yeah, been at some of the expos so i have love, needs. Yeah. right yeah. same thing when i've seen a physique competition everybody's yeah. just cheering. cheering there's nobody you know and, and even when they when i when i see them go behind the stage they're all giving each other high fives you mm-hmm. know and it's just it's a, it's, it's a really beautiful thing that you know in, in this fitness world in general um everybody is for everybody you know you know they're always rooting for, they're, they're rooting for you and you know they want to see you succeed in whatever fitness journey that you have like just how there's a community for people who've lost weight yeah. you know it's it's all connected yeah. you know we all have a source yeah. and it's like the gym yeah you know or just honestly conventions conventions are freaking awesome yeah you know, being in there and just seeing everybody who's worked so hard to get yeah. what, they, what they deserve yeah you know do you participate in that type of stuff or do you do any type Coach of them. yeah 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 definitely and honestly i i, I want to say for the most part uh, my powerlifting i'm, I'm very about form mm-hmm. you know i just it's it's something that i'm able to transfer over to people in such a simplistic way mm-hmm. where i could find their form in a matter of like a minute mm-hmm. a minute and a half and get them to stick to that form mm-hmm. and then they just build off of it mm-hmm. you know so um a lot of people that start to lose weight i teach them form first mobility mm-hmm. work you know yeah. and um for myself it's just teaching people how to power lift and the act of burning fat you know yeah. it's like the calorie deficit you guys need to know what that is you know yeah you guys that are working out you guys need to eat more as a matter of fact and they're mm-hmm. like what you know and it just trips people out yeah you know, big disconnect from the world that wants to lose weight without knowing exactly how it's done yeah you know and it's just it's it's insane you yeah. know and they don't really stick to it because it becomes difficult to them they get a lot of fat diets thrown at yeah them and it's just like yeah there's there's so much of that out there yeah. i had one client i could not break her of the idea of doing juice cleanses like she was doing that all the time she's getting sick all the time and i told her don't do juice cleanses i'm giving you this healthy meal plan you're gonna feel better you're gonna have more energy she wasn't eating and then she'd want to do these juice these fruit juices and i could not i just couldn't get it to stick like no matter no matter what i would tell her and she'd be like oh yeah so um i'm gonna take this week off and i'm gonna do a juice cleanse and i'd be like no we talked about this what are you (laughs) we talked about this like five times what are you doing well you know what i have family members i don't want to say names but i mean you think right like seeing a family member lose 160 pounds before your eyes uh-huh. might know some stuff yeah. you know yeah i know someone who still do a cleanse yeah and it's just kind of like this is where this goes you yeah know? and it's just it's it's so weird especially when i hear like oh i'm trying to do a detox like you know your like kidneys and liver do that for you right and, yeah you know, you know just how like, about you just cut out processed food and that will help you yeah i'm like that would help you all yeah with everything and honestly i'm very happy to say that my little sister is the first one out of everybody to really start going into the fitness world like awesome i took her to the gym i taught her how to how to live properly uh-huh. and then um I, I told her how to scream at herself you know and to start really pushing yourself that it's not necessarily just do two sets and you're done. It's like, no, you're at a very certain stage where you got to understand what pushing yourself means. Mm-hmm. Because when you grow so overweight, you don't really want to push yourself because you don't know. It's such a freaking weird feeling to start doing on you. Yeah. you know? And so I taught her that. 
and it's crazy because she would make fun of me. She would see powerlifting videos of uh-huh. me, of, of where I'm like screaming, uh-huh. you know, during a during a rep. And I scream up, and I'll tell uh-huh. you why. It's because I'm a weenie. Uh-huh. I scream up because I'll be very confident. Uh, all right, so like my my training, like my process of me going underneath the bar for like a squat, uh-huh. I'll be like, okay, I got this. It's gonna go up. You got this. That's in my head, by the way. Uh-huh. I go under. And then as soon as I pick the bar up, I'm like, uh-huh. you're going to die. Like, dude, uh-huh. you better stay tight because if uh-huh. not, you're going to break your back. Oh, gosh. And so I'm like, okay, uh, that's not good, like, mental thinking. Uh-huh. And then um, step out with the weight, getting ready, position. Uh-huh. And as I start to descent and I hit my death and I start to go up ever so gradually, everything starts going south in my brain. So, uh-huh. yeah, dude, no. <laughs> and then I'm that's like, a natural feeling though, right? It's very, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's very natural. But then I'm like, oh, my voice is a lot louder. And I'm like, up. Oh. And then all of a sudden it goes up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm exhaling now. So I'm letting my blood flow a little that's bit better. That's good. So it's like, better oh. than holding your breath. <laughs> Definitely. Dang. And, you know, so I, I, I do that a lot because I'm a weenie, like I said, and I'm not going to fake that. That's with every single heavy lift, mm-hmm. you know, not every rep because then you're just weird yeah. if you do that. But my little sister screams now so uh-huh. it's hilarious because i put her on the bench press and she's actually pretty impressive starting off she's lifting up 85 pounds nice yeah that's good and so i'm like okay yeah i see you boo i see yeah you. <laughs> and then she's just she's just one of those you know people when they start off they're, they're just so awkwarded out mm-hmm. you know and her type of awkwardness is so cute uh-huh. so i'm like okay i know you think people are staring at you and i tell this to people who are barely coming into the gym mm-hmm. looking for guidance i'm like no one's looking at you. Yeah. No one's looking at you. Well, I'm sorry. No one cares. No one cares. Like, I hate to... But yeah, that's okay. No one cares. Yeah, but that's okay that no one cares. I'm like, Myra, I'm like, when you're in here, you're working out, like, you're kind of thinking about the day, right? How the day went, what you're mm-hmm. going to do with the day. I'm like, just imagine that every single human is doing that. Yeah. You know? Every, like, oh. Everyone has stuff they're trying to work out in their head. Definitely. Especially when you're at the gym. And you know what's cool is that the gym is such a freaking wonderful place to help you open up mm-hmm. see with her like i in just two weeks i saw her from coming in very awkwardly looking around like oh my god i'm i feel out of place yeah. to like oh hey paul clicks yeah. in you know fingerprint, yeah yeah and then does What's her work up? yeah like how's it going Looking what are you good. hitting today chest? what are you hitting today classic yeah <laughs> now she's taking little photos of her in front of the mirror and i catch nice. her and i'm like basic yeah and she's like stop <laughs> You're like, I caught you. <laughs> I, I got a butt. I'm like, you're 17. You're not allowed to say that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's and funny. I'm like, but what I love is that she's feeling herself. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I'm like, that's such a beautiful thing. Yeah. And because, good for her for getting into it so God, early. I, I wish I wish I had learned all that stuff when I was that age. Awesome. Oh, it's getting embedded in her. I cook her all her meals uh-huh. so she can't really complain. Oh, you nice. You know? Yeah, I wake up you're early. Nice brother. I'm all right. I, I do okay. <laughs> I do okay. <laughs> I wake up really early. I take mm-hmm. care of her really good, like. I wake up and uh, I. She was not a coffee drinker. Mm-hmm. Now she's drinking coffee. She's drinking honestly like a cup every day now, and it's hyping her up in, insanely. But hey, I'm like, sweetheart, you need to wake up for your for your workout. If yeah. not, you're not gonna get a good workout. In. Yeah. So I saw I saw like a bunch of stuff that I was going through happen with her, mm-hmm. where she had like a bunch of like laziness, and with just two weeks of being inside the gym. She doesn't even want to be inside her room. She doesn't want to lay down. She's just kind of like, dude, I want to like go do stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I'm never home. Do you not see the yeah. connection here? It's awesome when you have energy, right? Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's insane, right? Yeah. She's like, yeah. 
what are you doing? And I was just like, let's go. You know, and she, mm-hmm. we'll just take off and then just awesome. explore. And then it's such a good escape for young teens who were overweight or who are overweight or just in general want to be part of a community mm-hmm. to start hitting the gym. I believe yeah. that. And, and, and it's such it's, so it's such a part of the lifestyle here. Like I love it. I'm from I'm from Indiana, and I've said this a bunch of times, but people there they're just not active and they're not healthy. And here it's such a way of life, and it's awesome that we have such beautiful weather and fitness and good healthy food is actually. I mean, there's a lot of restaurants you can actually go to and get a pretty healthy meal Definitely. if you don't want to cook yourself. Like especially here, there's even just down the street, there's a place that is pretty much a meal prep restaurant where you go in and they've got all these cases of like healthy prepped meals and you can just go buy it or you can order ahead of time or you can buy you know cool. chicken you or beef yeah I'll, I'll, yeah ready fit go it's over here on on a i think 17th in newport you can just go in you can order protein by the pound so mm-hmm. it's like the times where i run out of meal prep or something it's so easy and, and of course very it's so fortunate. accessible yeah we're so fortunate yeah. here well, you know, one thing that uh, has been brought to, to light, because I, I travel from Orange County to Los Angeles. Um, most of the time I am going through, um, honestly, like Glendale area, downtown Los Angeles, Hollywood. One of the things I have realized is that demographics just play a very big role here mm-hmm. in California. You know, it's here in Orange County, it's kind of like 50-50, depends on the city that you're in. Yeah. So, like, if you're on yeah. the Irvine, there's a yeah. lot more healthy stuff. When yeah, you and go here, to Santa Ana, we're like, It's different. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, here in Newport, <laughs> Costa Mesa area, it's In Los nice. Angeles, the demographic is even larger. Yeah. So, like, if you go to the side, like, where Hawthorne is, taco trucks everywhere. There mm-hmm. is no, like, healthy alternatives. There's no, no like, uh, and it sucks, you know, because yeah. you get used to that. You know, and the people around there get used to that. Mm-hmm. There are still gems there around, mm-hmm. but there's so many people in that demographic that none of them are really aware of what it is to be eating healthy. Like yeah. when I go to the grocery store, yeah, um, I like to go at night because I get kind of sad when I go shopping during the day and I see someone's shopping cart full of like freaking processed food. Yeah, and then if they're already overweight and even crazier. This would like really make me sad, which was just really weird having sadness back in you when you're a positive person. Because mm-hmm. when you see an overweight kid, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I look at that kid and I'm like, <laughs> in my head, I'm like, it's not your fault. Yeah, you know, well, it's really still, not. It's really for you, when promise. they're really little, it's not their fault. Mm-hmm. It's the the parents control what food they're allowed to have. Definitely, it is. It you is know, definitely sad. You know, honestly, that was something that really made me keep the weight off you know, and just really be healthy. And it was, it was having that thought of like, wow, I'm going to have a wife one day and I'm going to have children. Mm-hmm. And what they eat is basically what I cook. Mm-hmm. How they grow up is the way I want them to grow up. It is my choice. Mm-hmm. I can positively say that I cut off the chain of obesity in my family. Like mm-hmm. it was myself, everybody else, so-and-so, but mm-hmm. I look at my nephews and I look at uh, cousins and they each are just not really eating too healthy. But with my change, it's starting to spread. Yeah. You know, my sister, I, I have a lot of hope for her because I know she's so driven mm-hmm. and she has me there. Mm-hmm. She's being so freaking positive all of a sudden because you are what you eat. Mm-hmm. And now she's just being a, another light into that home, into that 
into the uh, into the family of, of health. Like, yeah, we don't look as weird anymore eating healthy food or eating the same thing three or four days in a row. Yeah, you know, which is a big part of success is having to meal prep and eat mm-hmm. the same thing, possibly three or four days in a row to a week. And I have high hopes that the same thing's going to happen to my family, like happened to my friend's family. Yeah. See, um, when I was at 240, I had three guys come up to me, mm-hmm. tell me, how did you do it? Yeah. They were freaking out. These guys yeah. were like 17 at the time. Uh-huh. And I was like, dude, honestly, man, it starts in the mind. I was mm-hmm. like that guy. I was like, yeah. dude, it starts in the mind, man. And I'm, I was on a roll. And as I was moving, they were following behind me. They're like, dude, how many times do you work out? And I'm just like, you know what, man? Like, you want to come in? I'm like, that's cool, dude. We're going to work out prison style. You know what? Like, three people in it on Was a that bench. no equipment? Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> yeah, well, one of them gets stabbed. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, no, nah, not really. People get stabbed in prison all the time. So uh, it got to a certain point where I was like, you know what? You guys can come along. And these two guys have lost more than 60 pounds each already. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And now they're so driven in, in life. One of them is starting their own podcast, and it's nothing but positivity. That's you know? awesome. And because this guy, he's, he's had his mm-hmm. own little hell. You know, we each have our own little hell that we go through. Yeah. Things in the past that we were, were not able to let go. Mm-hmm. And those are things that I myself had to overcome. And mm-hmm. I was able to go ahead and help them out and bring light into their minds. Yeah. Saying, you could. Yeah. Stop running away from the storm. Face it. Because, dude. It's way better if you just do that, you yeah. know, and then I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll just teach them everything that I've ever learned through life experiences. <laughs> but you, yeah. I mean, you've done a lot. And, and I think it sounds like the cookbook that you're working on is just the next step for trying to inspire people and to try to give people the tools to make a permanent lifestyle change. Definitely. And it is. It's, I, I just want to help out as many people as I can, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just I want to make this my life. Because I get to spread the word of being healthy and how easy it is to get started and to not really pay attention to the fad diets that are out. And then just trying to label your diet is just literally eating healthy. Mm-hmm. Like that's all you have to do is just eat healthy, move, and the fat's going to go away. The yeah. body doesn't want to store up that much energy, that much fat. Mm-hmm. It just wants to go away and wants to burn it off. And I tell people, I'm like, you're going to restrict your calories possibly no more than a year, mm-hmm. you know? And it's not going to be the entire year every single day. Mm-hmm. You're only going to restrict your calories until you meet where you're supposed to be. And then you can go into a flexible type of diet. Which is yeah, like, which is easier. So it's easy easier. to maintain, yeah. you know? And you still feel good because you're eating your home-cooked meals. And the cheap meals I make, they're delicious, mm-hmm. you know? I eat the same thing. I want to say maybe like five days straight and then i have a cheat meal on like saturday mm-hmm. and sunday sometimes too yeah you know but you gotta have fun with it yeah you know and so i tell them i'm like it's very simple let's not overcomplicate things you're only going to be restricted of calorie for a certain amount of time just depending how overweight you are mm-hmm. if you're 40 pounds overweight dude that's only like two and a half to three months that you're going to be restricting your if you're, calories. Yeah, and if you're focused and you're on top of it, it doesn't actually take that long. It doesn't. It yeah. really doesn't. It's such a fast process. The mentality just of it is just freaking wonderful because you mm-hmm. can see them grow it's like in their brain. Just their, their brain becomes mm-hmm. so much sharper. I have a lot of hope for everybody and anybody who starts to do this because I want them to experience the change that I've had, that many of the people that I've worked out with have had. Um, I've proven, like I used to, I used to work at a place 
uh, in Buena Park where the manager was uh, overweight. Really cool guy. He always looked after me. He was just one of those guys that you would always you would want to work with, for him mm-hmm. because he is just like always there for you. Mm-hmm. Though he was like kind of a jerk, mm-hmm. deep down he was there for you. And uh, he would kind of question me on my meal preps because they would just kind of eat out all the time. Yeah. And there I would be just eating my, my eating meal preps. Eating your chicken and rice. Yeah, and my, yeah, my ground turkey and lettuce wraps. Uh-huh. Mm, loaded. And um, he was like, I want to lose weight. And he's like, but I can't. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm like, come here. You know, we just we were all like very, like, yeah. just like that. I was uh-huh. always myself everywhere that I worked. I uh-huh. didn't want to fake who I was whatsoever. I'm, I, I'm, I'm a clown. I'm, yeah, and no, you seem very open. Yeah, uh-huh. so I just, I'm not gonna try to give you a different image of who I am. Mm-hmm. I laugh a lot. I'm very hopeful, mm-hmm. and I just want to spread that to people because mm-hmm. people could have that. Yeah. So he was like, "How do I get started?" And I'm like, "Look, dude, if you really want, I'll, I'll cook you your meals." Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, I'm going to be on top of it. Mm-hmm. So as much as you're my boss here, I'm mm-hmm. going to be your boss on For this side. Really cool thing is he gave me an office. Mm-hmm. But you didn't tell like the name company. But, yeah. <laughs> so uh, he gave me my own office and um, I started going in there every single day. The other employees didn't know about mm-hmm. it. And so um, I would go in there and I would just start writing recipes over and over mm-hmm. and over and over. And um, I would work on it for hours, you know, and he would be like, I hate vegetables. That was his thing. Uh-huh. It's like, oh my god, you four-year-old, fifty-year-old yeah. person, like, dude, get over it. Uh-huh. And he would be like, well, I'm not gonna eat them. I'm not gonna eat them. And then this one time, I made like cauliflower mashed potatoes, uh-huh. and he didn't even know he was freaking eating vegetables. He ate it. Such yeah, a guy. But um, <laughs> he ended up losing five pounds like in the first week, and then he was like, oh, I don't know. Like he was just one of those like guys mm-hmm. that he's just so macho, doesn't want to admit when he's being happy, and he doesn't yeah. want to admit when he's yeah. like, he just, I don't know, how excited to say, about but, it. Or, yeah, yeah, but I would look at him and I'd be like, hey man, I'm like, you're not looking so red because since he was the type of guy to possibly go home and have a beer every day, uh-huh. you can you see get it in the, their you skin. can see it in their face. So they're always yeah. red and oily. And they always look like what anxiety would look like, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's how he looked like. I see a lot of people who drink every day, and they all kind of have that look. Mm-hmm. And so I told him, like, you think you could cut the, the, the drinking to one time a week? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and I'm not going to let go of beer. I'm going to have it at least once or twice a week. All of a sudden, his skin was, like, clearer. Like, uh-huh. it was just insane that he was going through this type of weight loss, this mental transformation, because he was, like, I have to be on top of my game since I run this place. Like, I'm the manager of this place. I have to run everything. I have to make sure that, you know, everything here is safe for everybody. He was he just had mm-hmm. a really big role for yeah. what he was actually even getting paid for. And he was able to transform his mind, and the business grew even greater. Like, there was just so much greatness that came out of him while he was eating healthy. Mm-hmm. A week later... He had no red puffiness around his face. Mm-hmm. Two weeks later, his skin cleared up of all like his blemishes. Mm-hmm. A month later, he was like 20 pounds down without exercising, without like, honestly, without going to the gym, without taking walks with his wife. It was just going on a slight calorie deficit, deficit. and just some healthier foods. Yeah, he went from like 260 to 240. That's amazing. And I was like, dude. 
like, do you see, like, do you think it's bull, like, what I'm trying to tell you? Does it sound like what I'm trying to give you is something that I'm trying to sell you? Like, dude, like, mm-hmm. eat healthy. The body wants to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. It's a freaking engine. Stop feeding it vegetable oil. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, you're right, dude. I feel a lot better. Like, I don't have anxiety. Like, I don't. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, dude, food is the cure, man. You know, it really is. You know, it's just... It's because you're eating clean. It's not because you're eating a specific thing that's making you feel better. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, yeah, well, I want to start thinking clear. I'm going to squeeze a lemon into, like, a tablespoon and drink it straight up. Like, no, dude. It's yeah. all food, okay? Yeah. Let's not feed into whatever mm-hmm. fads you're hearing, yeah. you know? So was that some of the inspiration for the cookbook that you're working on? Definitely. See, my friends that have started the journey, their families got affected by it, too. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to spread a little plague of health at this point and uh-huh. happiness, yeah. you know? Because that's just, if you have happiness inside of you, you want good health inside of you. If you really want to live long and make sure that you're old enough to play with your children, chase them, mm-hmm. hit them, I don't know, all that good stuff, you're going to want to be the healthiest you can be. So with my friends, one of them started and all of a sudden their mother started, then their sister started. That's mm-hmm. one family, that's three people. Then the other one would be like, dude, like, we all stopped eating, like, freaking fried chicken, man. We all stopped mm-hmm. eating out. So you guys eat, let the home cook meals? Yes. And we're actually having dinner together. What? Beautiful. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. And one family after another, it's mm-hmm. just, it's a little plague of health that's going on. Mm-hmm. And then aunts want to know about it. The aunt yeah. always wants to know. It's yeah. always the aunt that's always like, <laughs> oh, my God, what are you doing? You look so Are good. Are you juicing? Tell me. Yeah. yeah. Are you juicing? <laughs> no. And I was just like, no, God, no, no. The opposite. Let's go to my office real quick. Yeah. And I'd be like, you can eat all of this. Oh, my God. That's a lot of food. I'm like, yeah, it is. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. You don't want to eat that much? Nut butter. Yeah. You know, and then it's crazy because then I started helping out people who were underweight, mm-hmm. not even overweight. Mm-hmm. I have people going like, dude, I want to gain some booty. Like, uh-huh. and I, I can't gain fat. You mm-hmm. know, I just really can't. And uh, I can't fit more than 2,000 calories in me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what food are you using? Yeah. So one time I had them come to my house. Because I actually had that. I have that issue now. Mm-hmm. Because it's hard for me to maintain my weight. Uh-huh. Due to all the activity that I had and my mm-hmm. metabolism just okay. going crazy. Yeah, so not butter. Nut butter <laughs> and coconut. And I tell people, I'm like, do you know how many calories a coconut has? A medium-sized coconut. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, no. Like, dude, it has like a thousand calories. One mm-hmm. freaking medium-sized coconut. Mm-hmm. If you want the results, then go ahead and blend it up. Mm-hmm. Two, three, four tablespoons of nut butter, as many nut, yeah. you know, as much as you want. It's a lot of calories. Yeah, and then you Dang. you could get your weight up. Mm-hmm. Focus on that. Let's focus on proteins. Let's focus on lifting. Yeah. No cardio. Yeah. It's not gonna benefit you. Yeah. And then now they're over here posing with the booties and stuff. Like uh-huh. that. No, you do you, boo. Yeah. You know, enjoy just, enjoy the gains. It's just it's yeah. nutrition is awesome. part, you know. So it's, it's it's to hit on everything, but the main point is let's be healthy. That's what the body wants. That's what your mind wants. And in reality, that's what you want, even if you're not admitting it. Mm-hmm. You want to be healthy, you want to live long. No one wants to die early. Nobody wants to get diabetes. Nobody wants to get high cholesterol. Plus it's costly, man. I mean you get diabetes or high cholesterol, you need to take pills and then I hate pills. I don't I don't take those. Yeah, yeah, and there's so, there's so much you can do first just with your eating and your nutrition before 
I don't know. Any of that. Or, or you know, not to say that you shouldn't take that stuff. You can always take that stuff and then as you make a legitimate healthy lifestyle change, you can get to a point where your doctor says, okay, you don't actually need to take this anymore definitely. or you're not pre-diabetic anymore. Mm -hmm. I've definitely seen that. But I wanted to ask just to, just to talk about it a little bit because when we first met, one of the things we hit it off with right away was was food and yummy, healthy recipes. What are some of the things that you think you're going to be putting in the cookbook or what are some of your favorites um, gonna, and things that you like to make? I'm going to include recipes that I wish I knew when I first started. Okay. You know, I think it would have made things a lot easier. I think I would have been advanced in my, in my culinary skills a lot faster. But the underlying basis of the book is going to include how the fat is actually burned. Like okay. 3,500 calories, that's one pound of fat, mm -hmm. roughly estimated. And um, cooking basics. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of reason people fail in their diets is because they don't know how to cook mm -hmm. food, you know? And yeah. The reality is, like, they, the chicken always comes out dry. Yeah. You know? And it's just like, oh, man. Uh-huh. Meat thermometer. Get one, you know? And then yeah. it's like, you got to have it at the right degree. But it's also the technique, mm -hmm. you know? So... A lot of people don't know how to cook steak, mm -hmm. you know, and if you're going to meal prep the steak, it's an iffy thing mm -hmm. because the, the, the steak continues to cook inside the microwave. Mm -hmm. So I cook a lot of my stuff like rare. So by the time my microwave. Yeah, I figured that out. Pretty cool. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I like to make, that out. Huh. sometimes I like to make flank steak and I'll realize like, oh, I can leave it a lot rarer than mm -hmm. I actually want because it's going to cook a little bit in the microwave. Definitely. Yeah. And see, it's just one of those things like. It has the very, very basics, like what you need in your kitchen. What seasonings you should start off with. How to prepare fish, how to prepare the chicken, and how to prepare steak, and how to get it to the right temperature that you want it. I mean, mm -hmm. with myself, like, you know, there's certain techniques that we can use for steak. With myself, like, I, I always like, to, if I'm going to eat the steak at that moment, it's going to be medium rare. Mm -hmm. I don't like it ruined, or as people say, well done. Um... But there's just little techniques that we do with our hands, you know, like uh, touching your fingertips to your thumb. Mm -hmm. That's like rare. And then mm -hmm. middle finger, that's like getting there to medium rare mm -hmm. and then medium well and then mm -hmm. well done. Mm -hmm. um, see, but you can't really explain that in the book. Mm -hmm. So I do really tell people you need to invest on proper kitchen equipment that's not expensive because as soon as people say like, oh, you need to get this, that turns them off from the idea of wanting to cook at home. Mm -hmm. And it's very simple ingredients, and it's something... It, it, the ingredients are so accessible at every single food place, yeah. at every grocery place, because nothing turns people off that don't cook more than, oh, and you need black cloves from the islands of... Yeah, I, yeah, you don't, don't or, yeah, you don't need like <laughs> yeah. the pink Himalayan sea yeah, salt, you know, or you don't need to, you don't need to do that. It's like just get familiar with the produce section of your grocery store, and mm -hmm. how about try some fresh herbs and see how much tastier your food comes out if you use that, and you actually maybe try following some recipes to get started with. And so, mm -hmm. like a cookbook like yours, I love that idea because so simple. And it, yeah, because you you really don't need a lot of equipment. It's like yeah, you need. A knife or two and a cutting board and some type of pan or something to cook with but you really don't need a lot like no, especially no. just getting started because because a lot of people don't cook because they've never had to and it's yeah. so easy to go eat out or to um, buy food or get fast food and so yeah it's almost like in our in our modern era cooking is a little bit of a lost art 
definitely. And I like I like that this generation is definitely coming out with more like foodie videos. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I'm, you know, where you see the hands working, yeah, and like mixing those ingredients. <laughs> yeah, like, there's oh, so that many looks good, easy. there's so many good YouTube videos. But um, a lot of people get turned off as soon as they see ingredients that are not so easily accessible. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like, we'll get there. Yeah, keep let's, it, keep it simple. Let's keep it simple. Remember, weight loss is the goal, not creating freaking extravagant dishes. Yes, you know, so. and and also I think having the mindset that food is ultimately for nourishment. Mm-hmm and keeping your body healthy and supporting the goal of weight loss and it's not for entertainment like yes we use it that way a lot and we use it for comfort and um like i said entertainment or celebration and people will attach all of these emotional things to food when it it really shouldn't have those attachments and learning to learning to actively identify when you're in that mindset and to try to cut that off or like nip that in the bud like okay when I'm sad or I'm lonely food should not be my comfort I should acknowledge that I'm feeling that way and I should try to find a healthy productive way to address those feelings absolutely absolutely you hit it right on the nail yeah absolutely yeah so a lot of a lot of people have that I am gonna have like little treats on Mm -hmm. there you know but the thing is if you give off too many treats you're gonna rely on those dishes of mm-hmm. like honestly like the baked goods mm-hmm. you know because you're gonna rely on it well it has protein it has this and that but yeah. like, it's so easy to go overboard yeah you know and don't honestly, eat the, don't eat the whole thing like yeah, yeah. you can make it but <laughs> yeah and see the thing don't is, eat that whole protein cheesecake I tell people yeah exactly <laughs> i would do that i would be like i'm gonna eat it all yeah like, no stay strong ivan yeah it's a mental battle yeah you know and it's just it becomes easier as you go, you know. Mm-hmm. If you really realize that health is number one, the, the number one thing that you need in this world, and you're honestly cool, you know. Health is mental health also. Just having everything in line will keep you straight on your diet, will keep you straight on losing weight, and just honestly motivating those people around you. And get people need to get ready for those compliments too. And I tell every single uh-huh. one of them, I'm like, dude, just wait on it. Uh-huh. Oh man, I have. Some of my voices really feel themselves right now. Yeah. You know, they're like, dude, look who DM'd me. And I'm like, dude, I don't care, to be honest. Like, stop, you know? Well, it's funny. It's <laughs> funny. You start making some progress. It's like the exes start coming out of the woodwork. The the gym acquaintances, the, you know, you start getting hit up. Like, people definitely notice when you make a big change in your lifestyle and your, in your body. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go unnoticed. And, it doesn't. It really doesn't. You definitely start getting a different type of attention when you make those big changes. So it's crazy how that works. Yeah. But I, I mean, honestly, I love the confidence. It's, I love the confidence yeah. that everybody's getting. It's amazing. They're yeah. just like, <laughs> they're so funny. Yeah. I just, I have so many thoughts going on in my head right now. Of every single one of them, because all of them have told me like, uh-huh. yo, look who wants to work out with me. Like, oh, shut up, dude. Like, stop. Are you comfortable? By the way, this is something that I do tell my friends. Uh-huh. And they, they, they get a little hurt from it. Uh-huh they'll lose like 30 pounds but they're more overweight uh-huh. and they hear those compliments mm-hmm. so their confidence goes high and i'm like oh that's wonderful that's yeah good. and then um honestly i'm, I'm an over observer mm-hmm. and i'll see them next month and i'm like nah, you, haven't lost. you haven't lost anything nope mm-hmm. then i'll let it slide for another week uh-huh. and if they're telling me like oh i've been working out on this i've been working out mm-hmm. on that and i'm like dude i'm like that's great man you're comfortable, aren't you? Mm-hmm. And then he, he, they'd be like, "What do you mean? Are you comfortable at your weight?" Mm-hmm. 
well, yeah, I'm working out and doing this and that. I'm like, you're getting a lot of compliments, aren't you? He's like, yeah. He's like, what was your original goal? B200? What happened to that? And epiphany, like, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, like, where, where are you at now? They'd be like, whoa. <laughs> like, I know, dude. I'm like, it's easy to get comfortable, but remember, being out of your comfortable state is when you grow. Okay, so just yeah. remember the main goal, dude, is to be healthy. That is the number one goal here, okay? Yeah. Are you being healthy? No. Nah. There you go, brother. I love you, man. And I got you. Yeah. Go, okay, yeah. cool. I do the same thing to my friends who are at a healthy weight, but lift dumb. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. They, 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 It just hits them in such a bad way, too. Yeah. But it's, it's important to have people that are looking out for you, and that yeah. will be real with you and, and keep you on your on your game and a lot of my good friends now are also bikini competitors and it's been really really helpful because you can get in these weird mind states and and sometimes having someone else who understands it and can recognize it in you when you can't even like pull yourself out and be like girl okay if you're binge eating like identify what's going on figure out how to get yourself out of it or like okay, I get that you're lean right now and you want to keep competing, but you need to get bigger if you want to do better. So you need to come up with a plan and rethink what you're doing right now. So so having someone who will give you that sort of truth in a loving way is, is important too. I hit him. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, no. You, you hit him with your words. Yeah, I hit him with my words. Yeah, Maybe. you call him out, it sounds like. Yeah, honestly, I mean, for the most part, they, they, they respect me very much, you know, and I love every single one of them. They, like, we just all have grown so much together on the accomplishments that we want. And, you know, we hold ourselves accountable, mm -hmm. you know, especially like if they're going after something big, it's like, stay hungry, dude. Mm -hmm. Like stay hungry for it. And you better not let up one bit. Don't get comfortable. Yeah. You know, cause as soon as one person gets comfortable or as soon as, you know, there's just a, an issue of like, well, I'm not sure if I want to do that. You do want to do it. Mm -hmm. You just don't let your mind play tricks on you. Yeah. Accomplish your goals. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Maybe like that's crazy. <laughs> well, we just did a little over two hours, Ivan. Dang. Yeah. Sorry about that. No, this has been amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming and having this conversation with me. And I think we should definitely do another one when the cookbook comes out and we definitely. can just kind of fat kid on our favorite foods and, and oh, recipes yeah. and cheat definitely. meals and and stuff like that. But um, before we take off, where can people find you? So I am on Twitter. I am on Instagram. I have an inactive Facebook account. <laughs> what's your What's your Instagram handle? It is poppin underscore Ivan. All right. And the same for Twitter. Okay. And I'll, I'll share it on the podcast so all of you guys can go check out all the motivation and inspiration that Ivan is putting out there. Thank you guys so much for listening. That is it for Bikini Things, episode number eight.